Hey talkers, welcome to Keep Talking Podcast. Keep Talking is the best program for you to reach an advanced level of English by practicing every day. That's why since July 2021, we've had a new podcast episode every day because we want to give you something to listen to every day. Most of these daily episodes are short, maybe only 10 minutes, although a few are much longer, especially the ones where we speak with special guests. Most of the episodes are in English. Some are in a mix of English and Spanish, and in a few, we only speak in Spanish. We also have the occasional throwback episode, where we play a previously recorded Instagram Live. Sometimes we give tips on how to improve your English, while other times we talk about a wide variety of topics. I hope you enjoy the podcast, and check out keeptalking.co to sign up for a free trial interaction with Keep Talking and to learn more about our memberships. And hey, if you've been listening to Keep Talking Podcast for a while and you like our content, please share our podcast with a friend who you know would like it too. Thanks in advance, and now on to the show. What's up, talkers? Okay, in this episode, we are going to be talking about hyphens. Hyphens. What the heck is a hyphen? And why does anybody care about hyphens? All right, I'm going to be explaining in a mix of English and Spanish, like I do quite often. So just to translate the word into Spanish, the hyphen is el guion. El guion. I hear sometimes Spanish speakers just call it like la rayita, la rayita chiquita. But um, el guion that goes in between two words, right? Sometimes we also just call it a dash in English, but the main like official word for it is a hyphen. And it's something that is used very commonly in written English. Of course, this is not a big deal in spoken English, but in written English, el inglés escrito es importante. See, the hyphen. What does the hyphen do? Well, the hyphen glues two words together, junta dos palabras, and writers, when, when writing things, not even just writers, like all of us, when we write certain things, we have to add it just for clarity to make sure you understand that these words, these two or three or four words are all part of the same thing. That's why, why we hyphenate things. Now, this is pretty advanced English, I will say, okay? Uh, this, is, this is very high level, but I know a lot of you are at a pretty high level of English, and so this is important. Now, I'm going to go over some examples here of times that we use the hyphen. These are, of course, not all of the examples, right? There are many, 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 many words that are hyphenated in English. But let's go over some of the main ones. There are some that are, you know, you just kind of have to use it in order to make it proper English. And there are some where it's not like totally necessary. It's kind of a gray area. A gray area meaning like, mm, como que podrías hacerlo, no es tan necesario, no sabemos. <laughs> but some of the ones where it really is necessary are in certain numbers. Like 21, 22, 23, 31, 32, 33, 41, 42, 43, you know, all the way up to 29, 39, 49. We put the hyphen in between 20 and 1, or between 20 and 2. So it's T-W-E-N-T-Y hyphen T-W-O in the case of 22, for example. The same thing goes for when we're talking about an age and we say he is a five-year-old child or she is an eight-year-old child. So we put, for example, for the example of five-year-old, it's F-I-V-E hyphen Y-E-A-R hyphen 
O-L-D. So five hyphen year hyphen old with no spaces, right? A five-year-old child or an eight-year-old child or a 30-year-old man, et cetera, et cetera, right? And it's difficult because this is not what we do when we say he is five years old. Como que él tiene cinco años, we just put five years old without the hyphens. He is five years old. But if we're, if we're using five-year-old as an adjective, right? When we're saying he is a child, él es un niño, pero un niño cinco añero, si me explico, and cinco añero being the adjective, I know that's not how you say it in Spanish, I'm sorry. But in English, in this case here, five-year-old essentially is the adjective. He is a five-year-old child. And that's why in this case, we hyphenate all of these, you know, words that make up the adjective five-year-old. I hope that makes sense. Another one, for example, you'll see is like mid-level or upper level. Well, upper level, and these are tough ones actually, but like for example, mid-level, como nivel mediano, you'll see um, M-I-D hyphen L-E-V-E-L. And once again, when it's used as an adjective, you know, he's a mid-level professional or she is a mid-level player on the team. I don't know. If it's used as an adjective, you will see the hyphen. Uh, same thing with, for example, like two-a-day. Yeah, we're going to do two-a-day practices on the team. T-W-O hyphen A hyphen D-A-Y. And once again, it's because it's an adjective, right? It's a, it's a type of thing that you're doing. Yeah, we're doing two-a-day practices or we have a two-a-day routine. And this could go for anything. Three-a-day, four-a-day, five-a-day, two-a-week. I do two-a-week sessions with my psychologist. But if we were just to say I do two sessions per week, with my psychologist, then we don't put the hyphens because the hyphens are not an adjective. The hyphens are, well, two sessions, like, or the, excuse me, the words two sessions become, you know, a quantitative number and a noun instead of the adjective, if that makes sense. I know this is really complicated. I'm sorry. Um, we also have words like well-known. He is a well-known artist. Once again, it's an adjective, so we put the hyphen. Well-known. Es, es un artista bien conocido. See? Well-known. We put the hyphen between well and known. Uh, Mother-in-law, father-in-law, suegro and suegra, those favorite people we always like to hang out with. Um, we put the hyphens after mother, after in, after father, after in. Mother-in-law, father-in-law. So aside from that adjective thing, I mean, is there a general rule with some of these? Well... According to Grammarly.com, what they say is you do need to have it when you combine an adjective with a present participle. So an example that they give is beautiful looking. You add the hyphen between beautiful and looking. Uh, she is a beautiful looking woman. He is a beautiful looking man. I don't know. Now, we don't use it when you combine an adverb with a participle. So for the, the example they give is heavily decorated. You do not put it there. It's very complicated. I apologize. I know it's a mess. Just say que es muy, muy difícil. I'm just trying to get you familiarized, though, with what some of the basic words are that you need to use the hyphen, the times that you do need to use it. And you can look this up. You can look up words with a hyphen. It's H-Y-P-H-E-N in English. O palabras con el guillón in English. And you'll find them. There are some others that are not super necessary, like, like one of a kind. Um, how do you say oh, like one of a kind in Spanish? Oh, it's like, gosh, I'm trying to think of the way that it's said in Spanish, but I think you get what I mean. It's one of a kind. It's el único de, de, de este tipo. Sí, lo único de, 
de, de esta clase, no sé. One of a kind. I've seen that done with and without hyphens. The same thing with words like state of the art. State of the art means like es increíble, right? It's a state of the art facility. State of the art. Other things like off limits. Once again, I think it kind of depends on whether or not it's the adjective or whether you're just saying like that bar is off limits. If you were to say that is an off limits bar, then you would put the hyphen. But sometimes if you say, if you say, you know, that bar is off limits, you may not put the hyphen. Now on words like this, like I said, these ones here that I'm saying at the end, like off limits, that can go either way. Same thing with one of a kind and state of the art. Uh, you'll also see like family owned or family friendly. Um, and it kind of follows that rule of if it's used as an adjective, this is a family friendly restaurant, then you will put the hyphen in between family and friendly. But if you just say the restaurant is family friendly, when you're putting the, you know, family friendly after the restaurant, then a lot of times you would not. It's, it's really complicated. I apologize. Family owned, family friendly. But anyway, these are words that will you will often see with a hyphen. So just be prepared for it. You know, do it if you're writing in English, do it on all the basic ones like 25, 35, 41, you know, the numbers. Do it when you're putting like, oh, it's a two-year-old child or a 70-year-old man. Um, you know, for words like well-known, she is a well-known artist, etc., etc., just kind of get an idea you know you'll pick up on this as you read more english as well you'll see what are the words that seem to require the hyphen all of the time and you will learn to use them so it's hard to give you know it's hard to have exact rules with this english is a complicated language like many other languages and i think even as native speakers as you can tell by listening to me talk about this we don't know and understand the exact rules but just be aware of this be aware that the hyphen does exist out there in a lot of words and phrases it's not something you need to worry about for your spoken English, but for your written English, it can be important. And that's why you can use so many of these great tools they have, like Grammarly for Google. There's a lot of tools you can use to check and see if you're using it in the proper places when you need to write some sort of formal thing in English. So use those tools to your advantage, because even us native English speakers, we use them all the time. Spelling and grammar is not that easy <laughs> in English. All right, chicos, talkers. I hope you enjoyed this episode. It's one of the more complicated ones, but I hope you got something out of it, and we'll talk again soon. Peace. Thanks for listening, talkers. Remember that Keep Talking is the best program for you to reach an advanced level of English. Go to keeptalking.co to sign up for your free trial if you haven't already. And remember to share this podcast with a friend who you think would like it as well. Heck, don't just share it with one friend. Share it all over social media. Let's keep